That was heartbreaking. 9-11 instructed us. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me you're from born in the 90s without telling me you're born in the 90s. You literally read that 9-11. Live, laugh, listen at your own risk. Now that we're done talking about how I'm going to shatter my iPhone and I had a nightmare about it last night. Love it. I feel like I have those dreams a lot. Yeah. It's just like, it's like a classic stress dream. You know, what I have all the time, which is so on brand, is that I cannot dial 911. <laughs> you laugh like you don't have this dream, which is very funny. I have this dream, I, I would say once a week. Oh. That something tragic is happening because I exclusively have tragic dreams. My gosh. And that I have my phone out and I'm like, nine, four, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Over and over again. Oh my gosh, that's so stressful. I have like other stress dreams, but I can empathize with that feeling of like wanting to do something you know you how to do like and you can't, can't dream you it. cannot do it. Can't do it. Although I'm very good at, um, what's it called when you know you're dreaming and then you lucid dreaming? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, I'm yes. like, there's something just so wrong with my brain. Yeah. But I'm very good at that. I'm very good at being like, oh, I'm in a dream. I'm in a dream. I'm going to jump off this cliff. I'm up now. Yeah. I'm awake now. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Anyway. Ha. Okay. Hi. So, hi. Hi. Uh, here we are. This is At Your Own Risk, a survival comedy podcast hosted by us. Hi. I'm Danny Drew. I can't stop thinking about my inevitable death and how to beat faith. And I'm Sarah Bassey and I'm horrified of living my day-to-day life. Well, if you're new here, which hopefully you're not, because this is not the best place to start, <laughs> um, but um, typically we're going over like uh, some sort of tangible survival tips and strategies for overcoming and uh, getting out of or dealing with nightmarish scenarios, whether they're like actually life or death or not. But today is different. Yes, today is fun. It's a teeny tiny version of what we usually do. This is our mini emergency episode where we read listener stories and emails from you, the listener. And I also want to clarify that mini emergency doesn't mean that the things you're writing in about like, we're not gaslighting you. They they aren't small things. They can be big things, too. <laughs> yeah. Just because we it's call it mini... It's just that the episode is, is mini. mini. <laughs> Shorter than our normal episode. Yes. I, we, Dana and I are not sitting here telling you that your problems are small. So also, if you have clarify. a really good idea for what we should call these, I'm still <laughs> all ears because I'm not married to mini emergency. I think it's cute. I have that feeling, though, that there's, like, something clever and concise and, like, to the point that that would be appropriate that we mm. haven't thought of. Okay. And I also put have put like very little effort into <laughs> thinking about it. So I think that's also part of it. It's like totally. my brain's like, Dana, you could think about this for more than one second. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> we hate ourselves um, and we want to hear from you instead. Uh, so if you are considering writing in, do it. Uh, we want to hear your stories about survival, risks you've taken, um, you know, shout outs for yourself. Like at the end of our episodes, we try to reflect on things that we're proud of and that, um, we're excited to have tackled or be, uh, focusing on differently than we normally would and ways we're growing as people. Um, so I would love to hear yours. Like we really, it, it doesn't have to be a big to do. I want to hear about it. Um, and just like, you know, also I had someone write in, they were like, I'm thinking about breaking up with my boyfriend and quitting my job. That's all they said. 
And I was like, do it, then uh, write us. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> I like basically said that. I was like, um, okay, so like to read this on the podcast, I'm going to need a little more. Although I guess I did totally. technically just read it on the podcast. <laughs> um, but I was like, uh, that's awesome. I would love, if you're wondering to do that, like about doing that, um, and don't know where to start with writing in, like maybe like, uh, do you have questions? Are you like wondering Advice if you should, column? yeah, exactly. Like, do you, are you wondering if you should quit your job? Reach out to us and like tell us how it's going and what your issues are and we can like workshop how to deal with it and it won't be good advice at all. Oh, <laughs> but it would be I really fun. This. And also like our our listeners would be really excited to help you too and like I'm sure yes. we'll get more advice or like who knows maybe somebody writes in and they're like I really wish that I had this job and some or lived in this city <gasps> yeah. and then somebody else is like I'm hiring and then we can connect you to and capitalism oh my gosh <laughs> and a capitalism is, romance this is beautiful um, but I yeah like idea. I, I want everyone to think of this openly like I I am very open to whatever you guys want to write in um it doesn't also have to be like perfectly written we won't be rude about it or judgy if we're confused we'll reach out um but um yeah we're definitely like getting low on stories and stuff that I think is like appropriate for us to read and I would really love to hear from you and so that we can continue doing this every month absolutely um, one other quick like housekeeping thing that I think we should um we're gonna work on like being more uh clear about every time we do this sort of call to action um is just making sure that we ask you all to include pronouns when you reach out to us mm -hmm. uh just so that we're not misgendering anybody or making any assumptions based on your name um and that we can feel confident that we are respecting your pronouns and respecting the concept of normalizing pronouns as just like a thing we're all gonna do now right guys right um, so um also uh if you think of it it's also really helpful to write out names or towns or like words that might not be super familiar phonetically um just so that we're pronouncing things appropriately mm -hmm. i don't want to yeah. like mispronounce somebody's absolutely name yeah don't yell at us a please stupid stupid way because <laughs> yeah. i'm a dumb dumb idiot yes yes <laughs> okay doina let's fucking do this everyone calls me donna <laughs> donna i'm not even joking that is what everybody says um yeah but thank you to everyone who submitted we have like a list going um so if you don't hear your episode right away don't fret like it might be in a future episode maybe we're saving it like maybe we accidentally deleted it right in again whatever we love you love you so much so Please much don't be upset yes and us. we also try to keep these kind of like cold reads we skim them and um we don't read them all the way through before our episode so don't be offended um we're just kind of pulling them out of a hat making sure it's on theme with the episodes we release um so thank you yeah and actually like not to just like keep talking <laughs> we're like this episode's about you and then we're just like talking <laughs> um but something that i just thought of too is like the ones that i pulled um for today uh something that a lot of them did well was like very quickly summarize what it was about like at the top or mm. in the subject line um which is actually helpful at our phase right now in podcasting where we don't have somebody else reading these or like we're trying to yeah not totally. know them super well ahead of time so that we can both enjoy them in the moment and react organically um so when somebody writes in and is like this is about the time that i quit my job and left my boyfriend for example i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> just say um, <laughs> do it um but i uh like that's that's just like helpful to like bucket it and like see 
like have an idea of what it's about um, so that we can up the chances of reading your shit. Love it. Love this it. is so great. Well, Dana, do you want to dive into our first email? I really, really do. Eee, I'm so excited. Um, hi there. Okay, uh, what? Did I just buy, did I just lose all of my money buying what you were talking about, Sarah? Yeah, you did. Why? Because I am so good at advertising, you'll do anything I say. I just lost money I don't even have. It's incredible. Oh, and if, shoot. if you want to sell a product, if you belong to a company that has some sort of coupon code situation, why don't you hit us up? Hit us up. Shoot us an email. Slide into our DMs. We want to promote your shit. Yeah, send it through and also maybe pay us for it. Yeah, it would be nice to make some money. Okay. All right, thanks, thanks so much. Bye. Bye. This is... Uh, from Jamie. She uses she, her pronouns, and it's actually one of Sarah's friends. Hi, Jamie. Uh, she says, hey, friends, I am writing you today to tell you about a big old risk that I'm taking. It's a risk a lot of people are taking these days, and that's quitting my job to pursue a job where I can work for myself. Woo-woo. Uh, I always joke with Sarah that that Sarah and I are literally the same person from a different <laughs> font. In a different font. <laughs> oh my god, that is so cute. We are always doing similar things at similar times. Uh, examples... Transferring to BU, taking improv classes, getting interviewed for magazines. Okay, I'm sorry. What? This is like <laughs> this is like a rom com. We are like the 2000s. same person. Yeah. Uh, suffering from imposter syndrome and daily anxiety, and most recently, quitting our jobs to pursue our artistic passions. I made the decision this year to leave my cushy teaching job. L O fucking L. Please read between the sarcastic lines there. <laughs> To pursue my business as an artist. I've always struggled from a bit of imposter syndrome and didn't really realize until this year. Mm. Um, Oh, that's so sweet. Same. Yeah. Uh, The proof is that in... The proof of that is in my business name, Jamie Makes. I can never decide which medium (laughs) is my medium, so I never knew what to pursue. Oh, uh, I love that. One day I'm designing logos, the next I'm tying up macrame planters, and the day after that I'm drawing someone's labradoodle. (laughs) I'm a mixed bag. Until 2021 when I just said, fuck it, I'm a maker. (laughs) And that was the most freeing feeling in the world. The same day I applied for my business license and a week later I was giving my boss notice about my leave. I went to MassArt for a year before transferring to BU where I got a BFA in graphic design and a master's in art education. For the last six years I've been teaching elementary school art and I was absolutely loving teaching but after the complete shit show that was this year I realized that there's no time like the present to pursue (laughs) things that actually light you up. Uh, in the pandemic, I got really into houseplants. <laughs> Very abrupt change in it's topic. It's true, though. My only friends. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. This led me to needing things to hang my plants in, so I picked up some macrame. Then those plants were so pretty, I started drawing them, which led me to the journey of turning them into tarot cards. Wow, this is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing led to another, and both my macrame and my tarot card stickers were made, made their way into stores across the country. Oh, my God. So Don't cool. even ask me how. I think I blacked out from anxiety and lack of oxygen for most of April and I was like shit I need to go legit oh my god I love that shit I need need to go go legit legit. (laughs) so here we are two tequila sodas deep on my first official day official day of being my own boss (laughs) that is one, one of the perks no one's drug testing you if you are your own boss uh I told my school I was taking a leave for uh I was taking a leave for a year to follow my dreams of being an artist. I was working all day at school and then all night in my studio and completely burning myself out. Mm. 
I just knew I needed to follow the one, uh, the one for a bit that didn't have me sitting on the floor of my supply closet, crying next to googly eyes and neon pipe cleaners. Oh my god, that is such a vision. I, I someone, felt that in my bones. I really want someone. Um, we have like two or three people that draw things <laughs> often from our podcast, and I would like a drawing of that. Yeah, or like an actual construction of <laughs> pipe cleaner googly eye figure crying, freaking out. Um, less than two hours into being my own boss today, I sent a proof. I also freelance graphic design to a client that said, uh, is this a typo or is this for, for, for real? Visited us? Oh yeah, there's of a typo. Us. Oh my God. <laughs> so my next email would be to Adobe about installing some sort of autocorrect to their programs because holy shit, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Don't drink in design folks. Oh my God. That is so funny. That's really funny. Visited us. Uh, Anyways, I'm at the beginning of this big risk-taking journey, but listening to the pod while I work has welcomed distraction and inspiration. Also, since I'm typing this email already, I got thought I would throw in... You get a fun sharks among us story for free with this order. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. I live in a coastal town close to the Cape. Hey, which is coincidentally uh, also the town that I teach in. I was at the beach a few summers ago, hanging with friends, enjoying margaritas and a very hot day. I love to swim. This woman loves tequila. Yeah. I love to swim and decided it would be fun to swim out of to the limits of no wake swim zone, maybe a hundred yards off the beach. Yikes. 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 That's Big what I yikes, said. Yikes, Jamie. <laughs> As I'm swimming, I see the lifeguard blowing his whistle at me, but I really thought it was because he didn't think I was a good swimmer. Oh my God. She's taking like a blow to her ego. And I didn't want to have to paddle out there in case I drowned. And he didn't want to have to paddle out there in case I drowned or whatever. I'm thinking, sheesh, I'm fine. I just don't, I just wanted to, uh, I just want to touch that Here, damn. Take that, take that sentence one more time. I'm thinking, sheesh, I'm fine. I just want to touch that damn no wake buoy and turn around. <laughs> so I did. And well, a few days later, one of my students says to me on the first day of school, hey, Miss Cook, I was thinking about swimming out to the buoy while the lifeguards were yelling at you. Or was that you swimming out to the buoy while all the lifeguards were yelling at you? And I'm like, yes, kiddo, but grown-ups can swim out there, not kids. And he goes, yeah, but didn't you see the shark flag? Or, like, the actual shark? While I was swimming, a shark was spotted further up the beach, uh, the same distance offshore that I was swimming. I was none the wiser. Oh, my gosh. Do you think this lifeguard just, like, gave up? It sounds like he blew his whistle and was like, He was like, fuck her. So yeah, goals for the summer. <laughs> oh my god! Follow my dreams and don't get eaten by sharks while drinking tequila or in general. <laughs> Keep on keeping on, friends. Loving the pod so much, Jamie. Oh my gosh, Jamie. I love that one of your students called you out. It did. We're, I assume they were at the beach, but I like to think that this was like a sensational video that yeah, everybody yeah. was watching. Oh my gosh, that's so great. That and also so just great. so proud of Jamie for getting after what she loves and her work is so fabulous. You have to check her out. Yes. Okay. Um, our next email is from Wesley and Wesley uses she, her pronouns. She starts, okay, story time. Love this. I was 14 years old and had my learner's permit for maybe three months at the time. Anyways, in my state, if you want your license before you turn 18, you have to pass driver's ed. And I live in the Midwest, so if you didn't have your license, you're going to be stuck at home staring at the walls for your entire teenage years. 
So I was on my second day of driver's ed and the driving portion was about to start the next day. So I asked my father if we could go for a practice drive in the evening. Oh no. Oh no. And he needed to go to a friend's farm to pick up milk anyways. Yes, we are that Midwestern. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Pick up milk? <laughs> like whole creamy, creamy milk. Oh my God. You know, you're from LA for one second when my brain was like, what do you do with milk? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, now my father drives a Ford F-150, and at that point, it was the only car I'd ever driven. Let's just take a moment to imagine a 5'1", 14-year-old Wes trying to drive an F-150. I assume this is like a big car. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big daddy car. Big, big daddy big car. Big daddy car. <laughs> Yucky, yucky. <laughs> uh, anyways, we were cruising along, and once you get out of the city limits, the highways really don't have a speed limit. I think I was going 65 or something. I'm not really sure. State patrols here give absolutely no craps about speeding. About 30 minutes into the drive, my father realizes we are quickly approaching where we need to turn, and he says, turn here. Problem is, the turn was way too close for me to even have the chance at slowing down, so my 14-year-old dumb butt of a self <laughs> decided to try to make a turn at 65 miles per hour in an F-150. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh, this is horrifying. As you can guess, that did not go well. We ended up making a full 180 onto this narrow-ass road where on one side was a 15-foot drop and the other side was a 40-foot drop. I am sweating. My heart is pounding and my brain is not logically thinking. And you know what I do? Slam on the gas. (gasps) And drive the truck right off the road onto the 40-foot drop. Remember when you were, like, learning to drive, though, <gasps> and you, like, just don't have instincts for it? Like, your yeah. body isn't, like, Doesn't brake know. here, gas here. You just, like, go for it. Panic. Like- <laughs> Pedal to the metal. That day was the first time my innocent little Midwestern ass ever cussed and <laughs> oh, oh, buddy, there were words coming out of my mouth. It felt like we were in the air for 10, maybe 15 seconds, but I'm not sure. It was really only like 0.005 milliseconds, and all of a sudden, boom, we land. No, I did not carefully drive down the cliff. I went straight off and down, cartoon character style. You know it's bad when the firefighters who come to get you out are confused on how you even did that. Oh my God. As soon as we land, we start smelling smoke and my father informs me that the engine is on fire. Lord help us. (laughs) I was convinced we were going to die. Turns out it was the airbags failing to deploy that was smoking, not the engine. And that's why I'm alive to tell this story. That is so spooky. So like the airbags didn't go off and then they caught on fire. Like fuck that car. What? Also, maybe she'll get into this, but why is she alive? Because the airbags didn't go off? She said, like, she's alive because the car would have exploded if the engine was on fire, I oh think, my God. is what okay, she's yeah, saying. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, luckily, there was a random guy riding his horse nearby. <laughs> <laughs> he rode into town? Yeah, to get some milk. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. Oh my God, Ooh, he's I like, I to... gotta get butter, I'm gonna put the milk on this horse and ride around for a while. <laughs> Okay, I need to get my shit together. Okay, (laughs) luckily there was a random guy riding his horse nearby who heard the crash and climbed down the cliff to help us. He called 911 and I called my mother. The scariest part was when the guy helping us asked if we were okay and my father yelled, No! That was heartbreaking. 911 instructed us, Oh. (laughs) Oh my god! Tell me you're from, born in the 
Chinese without telling you for the 90s. You literally read that 9 11. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, okay. The scariest part was when the guy helping us asked if we were okay and my father yelled no. That was heartbreaking. 911 instructed us not to move in case we had spinal injuries. Turns out we both did, but more on that later. And we patiently waited forever for the ambulance and the fire trucks to get there. I had some very hot firefighters oh load me onto a backboard. Ooh, sexy. And I was, that was me, not her. <laughs> I was lifted out uh, of the cliff. I believe my father got out the same way, but I'm not sure they took me first. Once I got into the ambulance, they gave me a whole bunch of fentanyl. What? Hell yeah. And a state trooper rode with us to the hospital to get my statement. Fun fact, I had one of the EMTs take a pic of me in the ambulance so I could prove the story later on to my driver's ed instructor. The cop ended up calling him for me, but still. (laughs) Oh my god. Apparently the hospital couldn't contact the ambulance, so they called a code on me, even though I was perfectly fine. The EMT who drove my stretcher into the ER was hyping me up because she knew I was about to get attacked by at least 30 different doctors and nurses. That was another terrifying moment. They realized I was a lot more injured than I thought, and the fentanyl started to wear off, so I was in so much pain (gasps) as they were poking me. Turns out I sprained almost every single muscle in my body. Oh my god. Cut my neck badly due to the seatbelt and had some disc issues in my neck and spine. No. Unfortunately, my dad's injuries were much worse. While we were falling, my dad moved in order to hold... My dad moved in order to hold me, and because of that, he saved my life. But he also broke two vertebrae in his lower back and spent months in the hospital and almost a year in a back brace. Today, my father is able to walk, but he isn't able to do much more. Supposedly, within the next year or two, he will be in a wheelchair. I will never be able to thank my father enough for saving my life. I know it seems silly since it's a parent's job to look after their kid, but he sacrificed his career oh and his God. ability to move. I will never be able to. Oh my back God, we're both that. crying. <laughs> <laughs> this oh story. Uh, okay. Um, this story always shocks people when I tell it, and it's almost hilarious. I'm glad you're laughing. <laughs> Um, I tell it, and it's almost hilarious because it is so normal for me now. I mean, it was definitely traumatic, but as they say, it made me damn funny. Yeah, girl. Uh, just for the long and the short of it, I drove a truck off a cliff. <laughs> I'll include pictures for proof. Oh, we should get um, uh, uh, permission to. Post yeah, these on I the emailed. Pod. Um, I emailed. I have a few pictures in this episode, and I did get permission to post them. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, we're looking at them here and if you want to follow along, go to our Instagram cause we'll post them there as well. Oh but gosh. we're looking at Wes here in a neck brace. Honestly, I think you look fly. <laughs> yeah. You look fly as fuck. And then we're looking at this big ass truck. It is off of a, a cliff. This it, is that a cliff. looks scary as shit. It looks like you drove into a jungle. It like, does. It also, yeah, this is so scary. I am so glad you guys are okay and that you can look back on this with like, some humor um because holy shit yeah this is so scary and thank you so much for sharing your story and like kudos to your dad like what a lovely oh my god, gift I know. he gave you oh my god it's real. like i'm so emotional about it I know. also i hope you don't blame yourself for this at all because i can't i cannot believe we let teenagers drive cars and we Absolutely. put them in cars and we're like here you go i hope you um if something stupid happens um 
do the right thing. Absolutely. Like, yeah. What? It's, it's not so. Um, so this next email is from Ashley. She uses she, her pronouns. Ashley says, hi ladies, I'm Ashley, she, her, and I just recently quit my full-time job of seven years with the superior court system. Wow. It was a terrible job, absolutely wrecked my mental health. So I left it, uh, without having any sort of backup plan. Been there, Ashley. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I have some money saved and no children or big financial responsibilities, so I figured, fuck it, time for a change. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, when I was telling my coworkers that I was quitting and had no plans, the older ones all legit told me I was crazy and that I would regret it, and then all the younger ones said that they were jealous and wished they were brave enough to do it. <laughs> so bizarre to see the generational divides in an action like that. Uh, I totally do get scared about not having an income, and sometimes I feel bad about willingly leaving a job when so many people lost theirs during COVID. Yep. Oh my god, I feel this. Um, but honestly, I've never been happier or more excited for the future. Love the show so far. Can't wait to hear more from you, Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Incredible. I couldn't be more excited for you, and like, you, you can and will get another job, and like, your mental health is is a priority. Um, yes. So I'm you really, are the really priority. proud of you. It's really brave. Um, and it's not an option for everyone to, so to recognize like the privilege to have the option to prioritize your mental health is like, I think really beautiful, um, and important. Yep. And just the bravery to be like, these people that I work with are saying it's that you're going to regret it. And then to do it anyway, yeah, like the power off. and the strength to <laughs> like you. do that is amazing. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I think, um... One more. One more? more? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this starts, hello. I was a massage therapist in an affluent suburb of the Twin Cities, and I spent a lot of time hearing about people going places. Oftentimes, these clients of mine were just going to the same all-inclusive resorts every year and coming back with a sunburn so that their dead skin would peel up and stick to my palms when I got their shoulders. Barf. (laughs) Yucky, yucky. Uh, but it was... Always, uh, but it always made me think of the places I wanted to go. At some point, the list got too long and I decided that I had to do something. I was in the middle of a 90-minute massage, client asleep, hands on autopilot, and I set the intention. I told myself that come hell or high water, I was going to travel. I picked a date 18 months out and worked backwards from there. I went on a strict budget and took on extra work where I could. I saved, paid off debt, and did a hundred other boring little things to prepare. Ordinarily, I'm really indecisive. When I announced my plan, people were too stunned to say anything disparaging (laughs) about it. That's so funny. If anyone thought it was a terrible idea, they were extra Minnesotan about it. Very (laughs) polite comments about how they could never travel alone, but good for me, and things like that. Oh my god. (laughs) It was the greatest decision I have ever made. The things I learned, the places I saw, the people I met were astounding. But the truly pivotal aspect was the internal side. I learned to listen to my gut instincts and my inner voice. I gained confidence, a better sense of direction, a stronger back. I had to figure out exactly what I wanted to do in every moment. There was no one there whose preference I could defer to. For a people pleaser like I used to be, these things didn't come naturally. It was a brand new skill I had to cultivate. I learned who I was alone, no longer in relation to another person or thing. I was lucky. I must acknowledge that. No great disasters befell me on my journey. I was never robbed or attacked. I never got so lost that I couldn't find my way to safety. 
I am an able-bodied, cisgender, neurotypical white girl of sturdy Midwestern stock. My parents <laughs> Potato drove... lady. That's incredible. Uh, my parents drove me to the airport when I left and let me live with them for a year after I got back. My job took me back with open arms. And after cleaning out the acorns that squirrels had hidden in my car's air filter, oh it started God. up fine and ran another five years. Ugh. Uh, I was, uh, it was on this trip that I met the man who is now my husband. Oh my God, this That's is another so sweet. really good story. It started out with a day in Belfast so bright and sunny that the hostel manager forced all the guests to go outside and play drinking games on the lawn. It very, very nearly ended with me on a train crying all the way from Stockholm to Oslo. Oh. Uh, anyway, that's a brief description of one of the biggest decisions <laughs> I've ever made. Oh my gosh, you have to write back in about this love story. Yeah, for sure. Even if you don't use this for the podcast. Uh, girl, you're here. You're you here. Did it. Sorry. <laughs> I hope it gives you some warm fuzzies. I hope it helps you trust yourself and do the things you've been thinking about but just haven't done yet. Sending a deluge of positive vibes your way. Kirby. Love it. First of all, I fucking love your name. Yes, I was just thinking that! (laughs) Second of all, um, this is adorable and, like, such a perfect write-in. Oh. I love this. That was, like, a perfect last email, too. It's so warm and fuzzy. It was. It was really sweet. It's, like, uh, you recognized that, like, what you did was a privilege, but also, like, it was so important to you. And, Mm -hmm. like, I, I really love this, and I'm really proud of you, and I really just, like, I hope we inspire, like, one person to do something like this. Yes. If and when the world is ever open. Me, but, too. Um, and I feel so like lovely. even writing in, like, you don't have to evade death to write into the podcast. <laughs> I like, know. This yeah. is the perfect email that's, like, you did something out of your comfort zone, you learned something from it, uh-huh. you appreciate it, it changed the trajectory of your life, and it's worth sharing. Right, and she also, like, went back home... And did the same thing as before. Mm-hmm. Like, this didn't, like, rocket her into a different dimension. Right. Like, you can take a beat from what you're doing if you really want to. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, I guess, like, that's, not everyone can. But a lot of people can. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's really exciting. Also, I really, really loved this note about, like, when you travel alone, having to learn what you actually want to do. And yeah. not being able to defer to other people. Because I used to have to travel alone a lot. And that's actually a really good point I feel like I got really good at that at like understanding what I actually want to be doing right now and not like yeah people pleasing yeah. even in your with like in your relationship or with your friends being like oh I'm down to eat whatever tonight or like oh I'm down to like yeah whatever you guys want to do totally. or like you know like you wake up and don't feel like uh leaving right then but everyone else does so you do it Anyway, is usually my biggest problem <laughs> <laughs> um, but like yeah I it's really really sweet and such a good point Like, learning about yourself is also just, like, that you don't have the excuse to defer to other people. Totally. Love love that. Beautiful. How beautiful Uh, is that? Beautiful. Thank you, Kirby. Oh, hello there. Oh, who's this? Oh, my gosh. I never pick up my phone. I'm too afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't have ads yet, but here's another one of those silly little things reminding you to email us at your own risk, thepod at gmail.com. Yeah, you know what sucks? Phone calls. You know what's better? Emails. Is it? No. But it's slightly better. Little bit. We want to hear from you. We want to hear risks you've taken, risks you want to take and you're scared to take, people you want to lift up and praise and give a little shout out to, uh, maybe even do that for yourself. Absolutely. We also want to hear if you have any uh, juicy I Survived style stories that uh, we can uh, read on the podcast and get more scared about. Yes, hit us up ASAP. We don't have a coupon code. 
Love you. Bye. <laughs> Amazing. Well, to wrap up this episode, in our typical episodes, we usually wrap up with something that Dana and I are proud of that we did that week. But for the mini emergency episodes, like we said, we really want this episode to be about the listeners. And so what we're going to do is shout out uh, someone or a business, um, people that we're proud of that inspire us. Um, people that we think you would be interested in getting to know, um, just to give them credit where credit is due um, and really hype up people who are in our network. Um, so this week, I am going to be shouting out Ronid uh, from Anxious Black Girl Comics. Uh, huge congrats to her. She hit 15K Yay! followers on Instagram. Um, and she does amazing illustrations that basically tap into my anxious brain and everyone's anxious brain. And she's just an incredible support person and such a positive light on social media. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and please give her a follow. She set up this really cute thing on her link tree where you can go buy her a coffee. It's like a really cute donation setup. It's super easy. You can donate like three plus dollars to buy her a digital coffee and support her work. So please do that. That is so smart. I know. How smart and cute is that? And, <laughs> and you guys buy us coffee. <laughs> Totally. I love that. And yeah. What a genius. I, I hope to meet you one day and thank you so much for supporting us and the podcast and just I know. please keep making art. Please, yeah. Please, please. Ronita's really amazing. I've been following her for a while and we're in sort of like a, a network of like activist artists on Instagram together yeah. and like she's always the first person to like, you know, like hype someone up and like reply to like a message of people asking for help and like I am like just like... She supports me so much and feels like somebody I can confide in. And she's oh. just such a, like, hype woman. Yes. Um, and also just, like, very vulnerable and open and, like, sets good boundaries. She's such a good role model for yes. people who are, like, neurodivergent in, like, an actual real way. Like, she does suffer from, like, anxiety and, like, is very honest about it. Mm -hmm. And it's really lovely and beautiful and I couldn't agree more. I also um, asked her about being on the podcast, like, before we even started and she was like yeah and we've talked about it like a little bit but I'm always worried about like scaring people who are anxious because I like totally I don't want to like make them feel like they have to do it um, right. but anyway hopefully she'll be on the podcast one day and we can Fingers ask crossed. her about like her yeah like her art and her growth and it's um I really love her as well Okay, Dana, who do you want to hype up? I am so fucking ready to hype up. Um, Misty Stennett and Lisa Linky of the Go Help Yourself podcast. Uh, they call themselves, this is so cute. Uh, we are a comedy self-help podcast to help life suck less. Yeah. And that like is exactly what they are. Mm -hmm. I actually found them through some follower suggestions. Like maybe last fall, I asked people what to listen to when Chris and I were getting ready for our long journey <laughs> with no end date um and I was kind of like running out of podcasts I love podcasts um and I had a few people suggest them which made it caught my eye I uh, really loved their concept execution um the show is basically like they take a self-help book or concept um and do a real deep dive into it they'll mm -hmm. give you like so instead of you having to read and listen to all these self-help books or what have you they do the work for you yes. and they'll give you the highlights, the best takeaways. They also will go over like any problematic areas or mm -hmm. areas that are like confusing and questionable. Mm -hmm. um, they'll go over books that they really liked to the books that they really hated. Like mm -hmm. they're very like honest with it and they're both, they're they so both, funny. Yeah. They both are like comedians and writers in LA. So they're both just like also entertainers. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're just very good at hosting a show. Mm -hmm. um, and actually like, 
You know what's so funny? I was talking to someone about this episode yesterday, um, and I kind of like realized how far you and I have come when I was talking about this episode because um, Insider Scoop, you'll actually be hearing an interview we did with them probably next week when Mm -hmm. this comes out. So um, we actually interviewed them like April, May maybe. um, When we originally had planned on this being an interview podcast. Yeah. um, Which it's so funny how far we've come in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, But we'd originally, when we talked to them, I think it was the first thing we really ever recorded maybe um, or the second. uh, We'd planned on interviewing people uh, who were super skilled or experienced or like perceived as successful in a, in a sphere like uh, them at podcasting, for example, mm-hmm. was the idea. And then we wanted to kind of have them uh, give us advice or, or um, ask them how they do it and mm-hmm. like worries they have, fears they have, things they've overcome, how they got there, just to normalize this sort of like self-doubt we all experience a yeah. bit. Um, and we've pivoted a little bit from there, so the episode might might be confusing. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, they were so fucking amazing to talk to. They were so great. Um, and really excited for you to listen to it. But their podcast um, is actually on a break right now, but they have a ton of content in their library. You can find them on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also find them at Go Help Yourself Podcast on Instagram. Please give them a follow. Give them a listen. Um, and uh, it'll probably make next week's episode even better if you give a few of their episodes a listen. And then you can really, really enjoy hearing all of us converge oh, I'm so um, but excited. yeah I want to shout them out they've been really like they've been like our podcast like moms during this like they yes. gave us a lot of tips they've um you know just been very supportive and vocal about helping us through things and I think that I only became friends with them because I tagged them in like a, I'm listening to this and they were just like oh, really nice like yes. they were like thank you so much for listening and I was like you're so welcome I love mm-hmm. it and then we became like internet friends. they're just so genuine yeah they're, the they're nicest really lovely people, and I can't wait for everyone to hear the episode Hell I can't yeah. wait to hear it too because it was so long ago it was so long ago <laughs> I bet it's like really frantic and funny but I think at this point it will be funny to like listen reflect. yeah I know and I hope everyone's nice about it me too but we do also go over a pretty awesome disaster. We do. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, so buckle up. Yeah. Um, and thank you guys so much for tuning into this uh, mini emergency. We're really excited to keep doing these. Um, and uh, if you want to write in, please, 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 please do it. Um, mm-hmm. Our email again is at your own risk the pod at gmail.com. We're also at your own risk the pod on TikTok and Instagram. And then, obviously, uh, we are really eager to hear from you. Leave a review, rate and subscribe, tell your friends, engage with us on social. We're really excited to build a community out of this. So, Love it. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for living, laughing, and listening at your own risk. We'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Love you. Love you so much.